Welcome back, everyone, to another ride along with Jeff and Colleen, the mm-hmm. quarantine edition. Yeah. And uh, safe ride home edition. Yes. In uh, Southern California. So. Yes. Uh, I'm still Jeff, and uh, this is still Colleen. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> yep. We are. Uh, we are still unaffected. Personally, by the uh, COVID-19 virus. Correct. And we're working from home and... Indeed. Doing well, I think. Yeah, I mean, we're... Under the circumstances. The funny thing is, it's not like we were, like, you know, jet setters. We didn't, like, go places all the time. Right. We really did stay close to home anyway, so it's not like it's really that big of a deal. The difference is, is that... Hey, we're just not going to the office right now, right. and we're going only to the grocery store as we need to. Um, we are going uh, for walks around the neighborhood. We're keeping a safe distance. Yep. We're you know keeping ourselves clean and hygienic and all that good stuff. So it's not like it's a. Uh, that's really the only change for us, I think. I did well, see. No, that sounded bad. The hygiene was always there. Right. It's the it's the staying at home for work and avoiding people at the grocery store. Right. The I did see a couple of posts and memes about homebodies. This is we've been the, the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've been rehearsing so, for this for a long time. So <laughs> a lot of and this is a little inside baseball to our podcast. I know we're not on top of the world. I know we don't have a million downloads. Whatever. Right. But a lot of, well, some of the more important things we are like kind of sharing wisdom to our children if we had any. Right. And that's really, honestly, if this is the only one you listen to, you've heard the kernel at the middle of what this podcast is. Um, because it's sure. so important that, that we want to leave information. And um, so... This is going to be one of those ones that are like, that rise to the top of like, to, to, to me at least, the top five or the top ten. Mm-hmm. So, let me tell you a couple of stories and then we'll dive into what, uh, what this is. I remember Colleen telling me about this app called, well, no, 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 let me, let me, let me go back. This was a couple of years ago when we got our taxes done. Mm-hmm. And Colleen said, well, I, I've been looking at my 401k and I I showed it to our, our tax guy. And he said, you should adjust this and that because it'll be better for you. Mm-hmm. And she did. And at that point, I, 401k, yeah, I've got one, uh, you know. Unfortunately, we use it here and there to take loans out because things came out of nowhere. But I never really dug into my 401k. What's it in? What's it invested in? None of that. So it's a couple of months ago, probably a number of months ago, Colleen was telling me she started using an app called Acorns. Yes, I invested in Acorns. And I mean... It sounded like an interesting thing. I know that there's some people on YouTube that have kind of mentioned it. And it's basically an investment app. 
and you can kind of, it's a it's a robo investment app where there's yeah. like an algorithm in the background yes. that when you choose how you want it to be invested if it's moderate risk or if it's more aggressive mm-hmm. risk or yeah. if it's less aggressive risk well, so let me let me kind of give a little bit of an overview since I'm familiar with this so when you sign up for acorns you indicate how much you want to put in to start with you indicate how much you want to invest on a regular basis if you want to uh, you don't have to. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. If you're going to invest, that's the point of it. And then what it does is it asks you a bunch of questions about yourself. And by based on that information, and a lot of that is age, your employment situation, what age you think you might retire, th- those kinds of things, it then creates this portfolio that it says, hey, we think you should, based on your age, et cetera, et cetera, we think you should be moderately aggressive. <coughs> Sorry. Or... We think you should be more conservative or what have you. You can change that and go against their recommendation. And they'll tell you, if you do that, you're running extra risk or you're not you're not going to gain enough. So they want you to follow their suggestion because, again, they've, this is science-based. They've, you know, done this for a long time. You invest. And what happens is you have a – you can do a regularly um, scheduled investment. I do weekly, a small amount every week. Plus, they have what they call roundups. And roundups are you attach it to your bank account, your checking account, or a credit card or whatever. You attach it to that in a sense that, A, that's where your money is coming from into the Acorns account. But then also, it has a thing where you set an amount and it'll round up dollar figures. So if you go to the grocery store and you spend $11.22, that extra $0.78 is going to go into your Acorn account. It rounds up to $12. And it does that on every transaction you do, so it doesn't matter. And if your transaction happens to be a whole number, it takes a full dollar. It rounds up $1, and it only rounds up to a do- the nearest dollar. Um, so once you hit a certain amount that it has set aside or earmarked, it then transfers that money into your Acorn's account. So like I have mindset to every time it rounds up to $5, it transfers over to Acorns, just five bucks over to Acorns. So it's a nice little, um, you know, way to, I don't think about it, but I'm investing constantly. The other thing that they have is what they call found money. And there are a lot of businesses, companies of all different types, um, big name companies that will invest a portion of your purchases with them into the Acorns account, and it just depends on what it is. So some of them will invest, you know, 10% of your order, your first order. Some will invest a flat $5 or $10. Um, We could do a Casper mattress and get $75. Um, We've got uh, Bombas, uh, even things like Chevron, uh, a few other, like, different types of companies. Like, Like I said, just all kinds of them. Um, Acorns is fantastic because it, um, it's kind of investing without thinking. And I've watched my money grow. I started it in mid-November and it's small right now. It's not tiny, but it's small. And it's, I've seen it go up and down with the market right now. So she started in November 2019. Mm -hmm. It's now 
early March. No, nope. I'm sorry. April. Early April, <laughs> 2020. Yeah. Uh, it feels like it's. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, what? This is going to be kind of a, a theme: is dipping your toe in the investing waters. Yeah. And for Colleen, it was an easy thing, and there was kind of little fun little things. Instead of like using rewards programs, which are good. Yeah. Like if you use a rewards program for gas, you get savings mm-hmm. on gas in certain instances. Sure. And and so in this way, if you buy a Casper mattress or something else, there, there's different benefits that you get money into the account from this company. So I think it's it's interesting and it, it's a, like like Colleen said, it's kind of an easy way to get into investing because I think a lot of people feel that investing is scary. It's very scary. And, you know, it, it's risky and, and you can lose this and that and it's just, there, there's a lot of, people have a lot of concerns. And believe me, I've watched my money go from a certain amount, drop $60 in a matter of days mm-hmm. from the market, from the whole downturn where we had that just insane couple of days but it's back up again. It's already back up to where it was. Right. So it would have been nice if I hadn't lost that money. But it's not like it's, you know, I, I've got it back. It's not a permanent loss. So we will end this episode here. And then we'll pick it up uh, later today. And then we'll continue the story. But uh, this is our investment Part one uh, discussion. So, uh, as as we say, it's always better to ride along with friends, and we thank you for riding along with us. Please share uh, this and um, uh, share it with uh, those who you think you would appreciate it. And until next time, this is Jeff and Colleen saying, "See you later. Bye bye." Bye. Welcome everyone to another ride along with Jeff and Colleen, and we'll give you a little snapshot of what we were just doing and then we will continue our discussion about more important thing I think anyway we we just because they they just decided I gotta say this right that it would be a good idea to wear your uh, wear a mask to cover your nose and mouth right uh, not everyone will do that but Correct. People that have access to television cameras will tell you to do it. Anyway, so well, that's what we did. I believe it's a CDC recommendation, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Which I'm good with. If the CDC recommends it, I'm going to follow it. Because, you know, they know what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, <laughs> it, it, it's almost like they were passing out these non-hospital... Uh, masks that kind of look like a doily or something uh just about everyone we saw had one yeah i don't think you know what a doily is by the way it's a little thin white thing whatever no 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 nice try though but yeah no the masks that they're passing out are actually hospital masks they're hospital they're not the n95 right um super masks but they're they're hospital masks i see them in the hospitals all the time so people who manage to grab a hold of those and hoard those are able to wear them, which, okay, but 
hospitals should have really had those because they're disposable. Yeah. So, but the other thing that the CDC said, CDC said was, look, don't go out and hoard all the N95 masks. Don't go getting those. That's not what we're talking about. You can use a bandana, <clears throat> excuse me, or any cloth, you know, a scarf or what have you. It will cover, as long as it covers your nose and mouth, that's the key. And the point is to prevent from sped, spreading, spreading, spreading the virus through just talking. Right. Because as we talk, we have a tendency to sometimes spit a little bit. Yeah. So, so we didn't have any of those kind of cool little masks that aren't in no. ninety-five. No. What we did have, <laughs> there was a couple of team events that I was involved in, mm-hmm. and. I had a couple of bandanas from yeah, yeah. that. And so... And I found one that I thought was just really cute because it was well, adorable. Of course. Pink and girly, so right. I have that one. So, but it, it's just so interesting that in any other time in in life, right. if we strolled into a store... Oh, yeah. ...with a mask on uh-huh. covering, you know, our nose and our mouth and maybe had sunglasses on... We'd be carted off to jail. Oh, absolutely. But everyone yeah. uh, had masks on. Well, yeah. uh, many, many people did. I would say and the so, majority did. There were a number that didn't. Yeah. And also, but here's the flip side of this. So, and I don't think people heard this part, or if they did, they completely ignored it. When they recommended that you wear a mask, they said, that doesn't mean you relax a six-foot Oh, distance yeah. roll. It, it, you keep the dis six foot distance and wear the mask. Yeah, people people were people really loosey goosey yeah. with six what feet? six feet is and oh my goodness, it was just like oh, but we're wearing masks, so it's not it's not that big. Yeah, deal. well, yes, it anyway, is. Stay so, the hell away from me. So, oh my that's, goodness, that's what we just uh, just came from. <clears throat> uh, so, but I did want to continue to talk about uh, our investing journey oh okay so colleen basically started with her conversation with our tax guy about her 401k and how to kind of adjust it to you know have it to grow and then she started using this app called acorns that is really a robo investing app that you can set you can set to uh, deposit in money weekly, monthly, sure. wherever you want and to. And you can actually add to it as much as you want. You can keep adding right. to it more and more. You can just randomly make you know one-time deposits. You can increase your monthly or your weekly or whatever it is. You can do that. And um, the nice thing, the thing I like about Acorns is that it's a small little nut right now. Right. And I don't have to think about it. I don't have to monitor it. I don't have to do anything. I've got what I figure is a good amount started, and as it grows, it will, you know, with the market, it will increase, and I've already seen growth with it. Even in this downturn, I've seen growth. Right. So, it's kind of a nice thing is that I'm seeing, you know, little, small, little, tiny, itty-bitty dividends coming in, which is great, because that's what you really want, is you want dividends. That's that's the point of, of investing. Right, and, and, and growth of the Correct. account that's itself. that's how you make money. So... It was about two and a half or three months ago, yep. right around February, Which and is really only like a month and a half ago. But yeah, right. And I, I think I got an email from my company because I am I purchased stock from a company, the company I work for, yep. 
and I clicked on it because it's just statements ready, and I don't know, oh, what do we what do we have in here? And so I looked, and it was this really small amount, and I thought for a minute, and I go, man, is that my 401k? And then I I started really kind of poking around, and I realized I was nowhere ready right. for retirement and we're 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 both 50ish and <laughs> so we i realized that i had really we're definitely on the north side of 50 frittered away yeah. time yeah. and the opportunity mm-hmm. to build up uh retirement money right and right. that i'm not even thinking and i'm not trying to be gloom and doom but i'm being honest i'm not even thinking about Social Security. I'm not yeah. even considering that. No. And so... Because really, at this point in time, in our in our day and age right now, will we even have anything left? Well, I, I don't By know. By the time we I, have and to I'm start not, collecting it? I'm not going there, but, but what I'm saying is I didn't take advantage of all the things I should have. I wasn't aware. I didn't read up on. And I started to, I don't know, scared is I think too big of a word but I really got motivated and I really started to kind of look into and I started to adjust uh, my my 401k and the tax fund I have Mm -hmm. and we talked a bit about that to our tax man Mm -hmm. and so financial advisor and so he's awesome by the way I he he said he said a lot of this is in uh, bonds and a money market fund, and that's th- that's really conservative. You need to get this money working for you. Yeah. And so I adjusted it more into the stock market. So anyway, this really started <clears throat> right around the time when I started to uh, use apps like Robinhood, which is a stock purchasing app. And uh, I also looked into Betterment, which yes. is another app like Acorns. It's a yeah. robo-advisor app mm-hmm. where you can put money in and it will adjust based on, you know, your age and what you want to do and yeah. all this. Yeah. And so I really, I have been on a journey. We have. Yeah, we have. To really, because I figure... At the, at the least amount of time, I've got five years. At the most amount of time I have to work left, I've got 10 years. And so I want to make sure that I've got everything, everything set up so that once things get churning, it's going to build. Because the, the one thing I really realized, and it's kind of a duh moment, but it's like, You've only got so many years on this planet. You've only got so many minutes in an hour. Mm-hmm. You've only got so many days to work. One, one day, I'm going to say, however, or somebody's going to say, <laughs> your job is no longer needed. Or I'm going to say, I don't want to work done, there yeah, anymore. Done. Well, here's the thing. Look, theoretically, we have a bit longer to work than you're indicating what we're saying is we want to be done working right in so, 10 years so w- what i'm saying is there's Ultimately. a finite time 
and finite money that is going to be coming in from, you know, so it's, it's sweat, for lack of a better term, money. Yeah. And so that's why investing is so, I think, important. Now, mm-hmm. right around the time all this started to happen, that's when the bottom fell out, and that's when this pandemic happened. Yep. And so <laughs> uh, some people would say, well, Jeff, that's a stupid time to get into investing. And, and I would I would reply and say, mm-hmm. actually, no, that's the, that's best, the best time. time because, so, for instance... I bought, for the first time in my life, I bought a Disney share of the stock in Disney. Yep. And and then I started to change my thinking because it's so expensive and I, I kick the cactus and I get so mad at how much things are. Like if I was going to buy a uh, Disney annual pass and all that, I just get so mad. But... Now, when I'm owning, we own two now, Disney shares in their company, we can get dividends. I I need to look into if they give dividends, but it's going to grow. It's going to bounce back, you know, once they get through this rough water and this rough patch here. But it's like my, I think differently now. I don't get mad about buying an annual pass. True. I am an investor now mm-hmm. in disney we have a coke share we we have a couple of index funds we are investors now yeah. and it is a totally different thing and like i said i mean it is you you, you kind of got to buckle up and you know maybe drink some chamomile tea when you start looking at oh it's down you know 130 one dollars for all the things and down whatever percent and the dow jones is this and that but I'm glad I started now instead of when I was 72. Right. Wake up and realize we have nothing. We have that would nothing. Be awful. And so that's and, and, go ahead. I was going to say, and the reality is, yes, we do have 401ks through our companies. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started contributing to mine. Um, the nice thing is, I'm contributing a good percentage of what you know is recommended, but also my company does match. And then um, I know you've got a pretty sizable one right now, but if we were to turn around and say, okay, we're going to retire right now, that would maybe last us for hmm, 10, 11 months. Right. That's not going to cut it because then we'd have to go back out and go work again. I I don't want to do that. That's silly. Right. Plus we can't tap into it right now anyway. So the reality is, is that, we are trying to think ahead and plan now so that we can retire in like five, ten years. I mean, five would be amazing. And depending on how things go, we may be able to do it. But ten years for sure, we should be able to retire. If we're, if we're really smart about how we go about things and how we do things, we should be able to retire in ten years. Which would be amazing. Right. So I'm going to end this episode with this, and then we'll continue on with the next one to kind of um, learning and and stepping out and doing that. So what I want to end with is this. If you are 20 years old to 40, Mm -hmm. and you have not looked into either a 401k at your work, uh, stock 
if, if, if your company offers that, or uh, if you are self-employed, you can get uh, an IRA Roth account, which is like a 401k, whatever the, mm-hmm. the similar account to that. Uh, there are ways that you can do that. Start today. Start today to really start to take a look at where you are, what you're doing, because I'm telling you, life will pass you by. It will. And you'll say, I mean, I changed jobs one time and I got the 401k money. I didn't put it into an account. I spent it. I wasted that money. Yeah. And so that's what I'm, I'm telling you. Please think about your future. Saving is good. Investing is better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people like stocks, which is, they can be volatile. Up, down, yeah, you can. can lose, you can gain, you know, whatever. Some people like bonds, safer. Some people like index funds, which is diversified. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of different ways that you can do that. And the next episode, we'll talk about kind of learning and investigating and, and that kind of a thing. So, uh, anyway... As we say, it's always better to ride along with friends. We thank you for riding along with us. And until next time, this is Jeff and Colleen saying see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome back, everyone, to another Ride Along with Jeff and Colleen. And Colleen has survived shopping at Trader Joe's. I did. So. But let me let me just tell you. So our Trader Joe's is a rather prominent one. It's very busy. They do... Um, they have more employees than most stores that I learned that from one of the employees here, (laughs) um, crew members, sorry, crew members. And, um, they have it super well organized right now. They're disinfecting carts like crazy. They have you stand in a line six feet apart outside to get inside because they are not allowing, um, too many people in at one time. So when you get inside, shelves are stocked, everything's there, there's no, like, run on whatever. They don't have a whole lot of toilet paper, but they do have, which I thought was really fascinating, and again, I learned this from the crew member, Hilton actually has given them Mm -hmm. individual wrapped toilet paper, rolls of toilet paper. You can buy them for 69 cents a piece, and they limit you to six. So, because they, you know, want to make sure everybody has access to it. But, I mean, that's a great option. It's Hilton toilet paper. Well, it's because great Hilton PR for great. Hilton, It's too. absolutely great PR for Hilton. They can't use it right now because they can't have right. any guests in the hotel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it's a great option. Yeah. So, there's that. Um, I also love the fact that I could get in there and not have too many people around me. I could get what I needed. And then I could take it. They make you bag your own groceries if you bring your own bags. They're not supposed to touch your bags. Mm-hmm. So they... Um, well, this is what I think. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's just I think they need to forego the stupid thing. And if they don't want you to bring your own bags, then it should be free bags for everybody. Across the board, hold, every, okay. every store, period. You're getting your dander up because you didn't let me finish. If you choose to use their own bags, their bags, instead of your own bags, they won't charge you for their bags. That should be that should be for all stores. I agree. Especially I agree. now. But. Right, because this isn't like, if you're going to say we can't touch your bags, you got to bag your own groceries. You want them to provide, provide you a service, then you have to use their bags, but they shouldn't charge you for them. Right. And so right now Trader Joe's is not 
charging for bags if you use their bags. So if you forget your bags or don't want to use your bags, by all means, they'll bag your groceries for you. Everything's hunky-dory. Cool. I chose to do my own, and I bag my own groceries. Not a big deal because I brought them inside the store because I forgot that, hey, they aren't touching the bags. So, you know, uh, it's also a good habit for when things go back to normal, then I will have to, you know, remember to bring bags in. So... Anyway, point is, either way, it's a great option. And let me tell you, it was fantastic because, again, it was nice and sparsely populated in there. There's not that many people in there. You can get what you need. They're all super helpful. They're, you know, um, kind and polite, more so than normal because they always are anyway. But they're, you know, trying to be really helpful and trying to make sure that they're... um, not making things worse because of course everyone's complaining that they have to stand outside and wait and I'm like I'd rather because I'd really rather not have 8 billion people inside while I'm doing stuff so So, anyway I'm glad you survived and that is is good news that they're not charging for bags they're not charging for bags if you don't bring your own that's good Yep. so so let's dive back in the first thing I want to say is I am not a financial advisor. Nope. Neither is Colleen. Nope. These are just our thoughts on our journey. Sure. We're not selling anything. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not pointing you to buy anything nope. from anyone. Nope. And the things that we mention are things that I've done for free. Sure. And that's what I would kind of extend to you. And and be careful. Look of who you listen to. Correct. So. That was what I was going to say is unfortunately and I'm just going to derail just a tiny little bit but it's very relevant I promise. A few years back, 10 15 years ago, maybe a little bit longer, we had a friend, well-meaning friend who said, "Oh, you should totally do this with your finances and then you will get back a boat ton of money in, you know, in taxes later on." And it's like when we ended up doing that, we listened to him because again, he was well-meaning, smart guy, owned his own business. We figured, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And we did it and we regretted it deeply because the next year, not only did we have to change things, we had to actually ask for additional taxes to be taken out of our paychecks so that we could not end up having to pay the the government like we were like we did the prior year. And we had to pay the, a lot of money. It was ridiculous because, again, that works for him. He had his own business and he had a boat ton of deductions. So the reality is, like Jeff just said, is, look, we're not trying to tell you how to run your personal finances. We're telling you, you need to do the research for yourself and figure out what works for you. We're just talking about what is working for us, what we're doing. And you can take that with a grain of salt. You can say... A whole spoonful. Right. You can, you know, say, gosh, I really would be more interested in that. And we'll point you to resources where you can go and start to, um, you know, to do that. But if you have a financial tax advisor or any financial advisor of any kind, definitely talk to them first. Or if you, if you would like to go, you know, do what we would recommend, which is a lot of YouTube videos, There's a lot of YouTube videos out there for people who have invested. And we watch those. And again, we watch them with a grain of salt too, because what has worked for them may or may not work for us. Right. Some of it will, and some of it won't. So you just have yeah. to do the research. So, uh, let's, let me, let me start here. I'm going to jump all over the place. So uh, forgive me, uh, is I think the first thing that 
that I needed to do was change my mindset. Mm-hmm. And I read a book. I've read it twice, actually. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, which shows the different mindsets from a person who uh, thinks education is important to get a job and then you work for that job. Mm-hmm. And the job is not stable. Right. You could lose it at any time. Right. It's very incumbent upon, for a lot of jobs, the, the economy. Mm-hmm. And then there's the rich dad, which talked about investing mm-hmm. and working, creating a company, owning a company and investing. And so those are kind of the two dichotomies. And I think when I read that book, I really started to realize, and it, it's funny, I mentioned it in, in the last episode, <clears throat> is that the thinking between owning an annual pass to Disneyland mm-hmm. and owning shares in Disneyland are two completely different things. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so that's the same thing is, is what I'm trying to say, is the thinking of when you're working at a job that has a finite number of years, finite number of dollars, finite number of things. If you just save that money, the problem with putting money in a savings account, mm-hmm. it is safe. It doesn't grow much because it's yeah. like zero or it's point zero two percent. So, so it, it doesn't grow. It stays there. The problem with that, in my opinion, is that you're going to get the dollar that you keep in that low interest-bearing account mm-hmm. is it's not going to buy very much right. over time. Right. Everything's going to get higher except for that money in that account. So to me, it makes sense to get involved with investing. Because you have the opportunity, not all the time, but you have the opportunity to grow that money so that it kind of equals out all the all the rest of the things that are going up in value. Right. Everything. Right. Rent, fuel, everything. So, anyway. And I was going to say, the other mindset that I've kind of tried to think about, and I, I have to remind myself now, I'm going to have to try to remind myself a little more frequently, is think of your your money as individual dollars think of them as employees mm. you want them working for you. you right you you wouldn't get paid to have them sitting around doing nothing right you wouldn't pay employees to sit around doing nothing which is what you're doing if you're putting in into a savings account that doesn't actually earn any interest or very much at all yeah uh, you, you're you're basically paying them to sit around and do very little work mm-hmm and maybe that's okay for a short term. Maybe that's okay for a small amount to kind of like a rainy day fund or whatever. But that's not what you want to... The bulk of your money after your bills are paid, because bills pay, paying your bills is very important. Making sure you have enough to pay your bills. Start small, but here's the thing. And that's why I like the... I love the fact that they chose acorns as right. the name of right. the investment. From... Small acorns do mighty oaks grow. Mm-hmm. So if you start squirreling away like a, like a squirrel does, the acorns, 
and you start squirreling them away in little tiny pieces, yeah, it seems like it's like, oh my God, this is never going to get huge. Until you get to a point where it actually does start to grow exponentially because the more you've put in there, the more you're going to earn off of it. The more employees you have working hard for you, employees being your money that you're investing, the more employees you have, the more you're going to have, the bigger returns you're going to have. So math. One of the, okay, Uh, so a change of mindset Uh to me is very important. Yes. Changing from uh, an employee mindset, set money in a savings account Mm -hmm. at your bank, let's say, um, to an investor mindset in that you want your employee money dollars working Mm -hmm. for you and causing it to grow. And so that that mindset change is critical. Yes. And so it is another step is I started to kind of nudge Colleen uh, to consider, strongly consider, uh, an online savings account mm-hmm. that made more than 0.2 or... Mm-hmm. Point two percent. Uh, right. Less than 2%. Right. And so we started talking about it. And, you know, again, the, the, the whole employee set money in a bank savings account with brick and mortar, it, it it's a scary thought mm-hmm. to start thinking of online. I can't trust that. There's, the, it, there's a feeling of being secure and being scared when you're kind of faced with a change. And so, uh, not too long ago, we did open a bank account, a savings account, with, in our case, Ally. There's a a number of them that you can do, but we looked into all of them, and that's what we decided to do. And, And by the way, if you're going to do that kind of a thing, make sure that you're looking for something with no fees, no annual fees, Mm -hmm. or low monthly fees, if any at all. Secondly, you want to make sure it's FDIC insured. If it's not, walk away. Because if something happens, you are not going to get that money back. Most FDIC accounts will insure up to $250,000. Some are higher, but always read the fine print. Yeah, you want to make sure that Mm -hmm. it's, whatever it is, it's FDIC insured. Yep. So, I mean, if you're going to do that. But but highly recommend because um, if you're going to do something like an online account... Which, again, it is a little unnerving because we're so used to brick and mortar, going mm-hmm. to the bank, being able to pull the money out. You're right. It is going to be tougher to get that money directly out of your account. Right. However, the point is you're not going to take the money out on a regular basis. <clears throat> Ally was the one we chose because Ally seemed the best it, and offered the nicest um, returns, percentage, growth percentage, um, right off the bat. Secondly, uh, it's, it's federally backed. It's a... It's, a well-established online uh, account. And um, for us, they only allow six withdrawals per month. Mm -hmm. That's a federal standard from savings account. And, well, it's not. It has to do with um, money laundering. Right. Um, It's anti-money laundering laws that if you withdraw more than six times per month out of a savings account, they want to know what you're doing. They're going to look at you. So... Ally just says, hey, look, we're going to kind of curtail that from the from the get-go. Um, 
it's easy to get to, it's easy to whatever, it takes a couple days to get your money out, so you have to be aware of that. But again, like I said, if you're, if you're doing it to get money out of it, then online savings is not for you. They do have online checking, and you could mm-hmm. actually in, you know, start something with that, and uh, we have not moved that direction yet. Uh, I'm not sure if we will. Maybe we will, but for right now, I I, I think I think so. I mean, it, it's going to take kind of more research, and and you know, you, you know, Colleen, you you have to be okay with it. Yeah. You know, and, and if you're not, then then we'll wait. But it's just, you know, my thing is, it's that famous saying. You know, the, the the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Right. We need more money to get ready for retirement. Mm-hmm. And so doing the same thing over and over is not going to get us there. No. So it's going to take crazy, different, kind of, not crazy, different decisions of doing different things right. in a different way. Right. So, um I started watching a lot of YouTube videos. Uh, there's investing with Rose, which initially that's what I started to watch to really kind of get at least acclimated to the different ways to invest. Mm-hmm. And um, there's another uh, married couple. I can't. I can't think of their uh, YouTube. But it's join the journey. Join our journey or something like that? Uh, our, our rich journey, that's I think, it. is it. That's it. You're right. Yeah. And it's a, a married couple that uh, focused on uh, real estate, which is something that uh, Colleen and I have talked about. Um, you know, but you, from my perspective, you need a lot of money up front for down payments and all that. You really do. And this couple um, did all the flipping hard work themselves. So they saved a whole bunch of money and they got a bunch of reclaimed wood and and different things. And that really worked for them. Uh, And um, it's something on the table, but it's something that we would have to find a a company to kind of help out with the actual work of of flipping the house and and all that. But that's uh, that's another one. And, And the one thing I would say is that uh, through my company where the, st- our, my stock is, uh, sold and, and, and kept is a fidelity investments, which really kind of unlocks a lot of different things because that was kind of one of the starts I was using to buy index funds, uh-huh. which is a diverse group of stocks and different summer bonds and, and all that. So, but it is, um, what I what I recommend, I mean, if you want to talk to a financial advisor, that's fine. But what I would suggest is really start to do research. And what, what I do is I'll watch one video from one person. I'll watch another video from another person and kind of compare and see, you know, whatever. Because if you go with one person, that's fine. But it's just learn. Just learn. And you can start kind of like the way I did uh, is I bought one share, just one share, mm-hmm. not 50. And, and you know, you can get your toe in the water. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you sign up with Robinhood, you get a free share from they, they pick one. And then same with Webull and different things, but it's just, you can do it. You can read books, uh, rich dad, poor dad, uh, you know, Tony Robbins has a book. There's books about Warren Buffett's uh, mm-hmm. the way he does things. And so 
you can research. Go online. The internet is magnificent for that kind of thing. Right. Uh, Investopedia. So, one one more thing before people start investing, you better know what your actual finance financial situation is right. before you start doing this. Because if you're behind on payments on things. Get that squared away first. Yeah, so so let's... Sorry, let's, I just need well, to say that a, because that is something that's important. Is You want to make sure you're taking care of your bills first, right. and then you start building things up. And like I said, it, you don't have to have, you know, $1,000 to start anything. Literally, most of these online... Like Acorns had a zero... You didn't have to start an account with anything. Mm-hmm. I chose to start with, I think, 50 bucks or maybe it was 100 But that's because we had that extra. I think I may even actually have started with 10 $10 to start just to see what it was all about. Now that I think about it, it was $10. It was $10 just to start. And I didn't I didn't know whether I was going to put anything else to it. But once I started digging into it, I realized, oh, I definitely want to put more into this. So, again, this is something that we're doing is we figured out what can we what can we swing financially? Right. What can we afford to do? How are we doing with our bills? Are we caught up on everything else? If we're at least paying our bills on time and we're able to make minimum or a little more than minimum on on our whatever bills we have to pay off then we can focus on investing so let's let's take a step back um let's let's go back to the change of mindset i want to focus on that Mm -hmm. then i want to talk about i had the opportunity where i had some found money yeah it doesn't really matter of the uh, amount or where it came from i had some found money that uh, this new phase of our life, we broke it into pieces. And I know that even investing with Rose, I think, has eight things that when you get money, it needs to do. Mm-hmm. And so in our case, you know, we put some in savings. We took care of bills. And uh, third was uh, invest some. Yeah. And so, you know, whatever that is in the old days, it was just, we would take care of bills and then spend it on games or crazy stuff, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. And so again, with this new shift in our mindset, we are thinking differently. And so it's scary. It's different, Mm -hmm. but I am very, very positive when I think about the future now, because it, I mean, again, thinking from the employee money in a brick and mortar savings account, mm-hmm. I was scared because mm-hmm. I knew that there was only so much money that could come in right. and, and it was only going to make just a little bit of money. And then that would be it. And then we'd be living mm-hmm. under a, a overpass. You know what I mean? I, I've, I, I've said that. That's what I don't want to do. And right. when I really started to look into investing, I know there's risk totally understand but that you i had the opportunity to grow that money once i figured that out i went wow you know and then you know if at some point we throw real estate in the mix and do well with that man yeah. i mean so um i point is we have plans right and they are not to sit around and wait until uh death comes knocking on our door and says your time is up and go, okay, well, good thing because I had nothing left. 
we don't have children to take care of us in our old age. Mm-hmm. We don't have children to leave this to, money to. Although my sister has children, we could leave it to them if that's the the end result of it. But bottom line is, we know that we are not going to be dependent upon anybody when we get to the point where we have trouble taking care of ourselves. I I would rather t- teach someone to invest fish themselves. Mm-hmm. And come to this point mm-hmm. when they're 20, when they're 22, yep. Yep. and and spread the word. Because, you know, again, you know, don't go out and buy a book or pay a bunch of money for a, a class. Just learn on your own, you know. And, and, and if, you're, if you're, your money and financial situation can, can, you know, you can do just a little bit at a time. Take care of your bills. Take care of the important stuff. And, and and learn, you know, right. a YouTube video, read a book or four or five and and, and do the research. Because, again, everybody's different. Everybody's mm-hmm. financial situation is different. Yeah. And what works for us really, really well and, you know, nets us the greatest result may not work for you. It may be something else similar, but, you know, our journey cannot be your journey. You right. have your own journey. Right. But what we can do is say, hey... Do the research. Do this. This is what we found. You can look into this. And if it works for you, great. We're thrilled that we could help. If this doesn't work for you, maybe you found something else that works. Right. And if you do, let us know. Because, you know, we'd love to know if there are other options out there. We're doing research, but there's always something different that maybe somebody else just, you know, one of the people we're, we're, you know, looking at. They chose not to go that path because it just didn't seem to work for them. But maybe that thing would be the thing that works really well for us. Right. So So if you want to send us an email, you can send it to feedback at ridealongpod.com. And as we say, it's always better to ride along with friends. And we have just, we haven't even barely scratched the surface on this. Right. But I wanted to kind of hit the high points as we kind of talk through how we got to where we are right now. So thank you so much for riding along with us. And uh, until next time, this is Jeff and Colleen saying see you later. Bye-bye.